When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey, here's a little swap cast that I did with the, the wonderful ladies of the Bandwagons podcast. It's Fanula and Breed. Uh, we were talking about conspiracy theories. We talked about uh, Jeffrey Epstein a little bit, Prince Andrew. Uh, we talked about the Anunnaki and JP Morgan. And we talked about loads of other stuff as well. I don't want to spoil it all for you before you get into it. Um, we recorded this in Collaborative Studios, so thanks to Shane Dempsey at Collaborative. And uh, thanks to Fanula and Breed for thinking on me and asking me over to have the crack with them in uh, on the bandwagon. Uh, you can check out their show. They've loads of different uh, types of content, um, loads of different types of topics. That's more kind of pop culture. It's not fucking hardcore conspiracy shit, obviously. But they're uh, they're out having the crack, loving life and living large. Uh, you can follow them on Twitter and Instagram, and I have all of their contact details below. But uh, yeah, I digress. Here's the Swapcast. Funny story about that. Um, my friend no, I Janice. I didn't know what you were going to say there. <laughs> my friend Janice. I don't know if she listens, but she had a baby there a while ago. Hello, Jackson, who's definitely not listening. Um, and for like the baby shower, they had a, like a competition of like who designed the best bib. And on my bib, I wrote Jeff Fuel Campbell Steel Beans. Did you win? No. <laughs> Everyone was like, "Why did you do that?" I, I was like, "This like... is hilarious." Yeah. Um, I'm Fanula. Hello, welcome back to Bandwagons. Hi, I'm Breed. Um, we're absolutely delighted to be joined by a special guest. Our podfather. Our podfather. Oh shit. Great stuff. No pressure now. Bree, do you wanna do you wanna do the introductions? Do you wanna do the honors as a oh, big no. fan? He's a fellow Wexfordian. Yes. Um podcaster extraordinaire of the world and conspirator. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's all I have. That's good enough. I, I thought you were going to come up with some like back in the day shit. I was like, oh my God, the skeletons are out. Into the archives. It's Gordon Rochford. Hey. Woo. Woo-hoo. What's going on, girls? We need an applause for the soundboard. Yeah. Make a note of that. We yeah. keep saying, we're, I think we should never get a soundboard, but just keep referring to the soundboard. Yeah, absolutely. Get good Catholic applause. <laughs> like at, at, the, at Christmas Mass, now bring out your recorders and just when everyone applauds all the children that went up for the nativity scene, just be like... Because they're the ones who they <laughs> clap with the most enthusiasm. We're not going to mass. None of, your, none of your Protestant claps here. Um, you don't go to mass. No. You don't even like guiltily go to to My midnight mass. My mom sings at, at midnight mass and everything. And do you I'm... not go drunk and have the best time ever? No. Oh, okay. We did for a while and now we don't. I yeah, think my mum and dad were just done with kind of guilting us. We went Thanks, to... Thanks, mum. The last time I was at Mass, it was for my granddad's month's mind. And to say we ripped the piss out of... Every, like, we were all just shaking, laughing the whole time just at everything that happened. I had a Pandora bracelet 
on and you know when they shake the bells I oh, kept yeah. going like that with my Pandora and like jingling it and it wasn't funny like but it's what Dad wanted it's what Dad wanted I never get to show the grief <laughs> I remember being an altar boy and I would ring I had the opportunity to actually ring the, the jingle bells yeah. the ones that are in a little tree and it's so do you know, mu- like musical, it's just a beautiful harmony to it. There's a technique to it, like there is. You got it's a flick, flick of the, of the wrist. wrist. Yeah. It's the same one that Father Murphy taught me. No, and stop! I knew you were going there. So any for altar boy so doesn't I, sound and good. I, and I'd ring them. But I'd ring them for like about fifteen seconds more than people expected. <laughs> so they're always trying to sit down. I'm going to sit down. I'm going to sit down and I'm like ring a ling a ding ding ding. Like keep it going and then I do like two little like ring ring. <laughs> Just at the end, and then you got sacked. Yeah, no, I didn't get sacked. Well, I, can no, you I get, didn't get sacked from being an altar boy? I think they're no, just taking just, whatever they can get. These you just days. grow up to do the pube checks, and then once oh, you, once you, God once you, <laughs> once you fail that, you're out. Oh, okay. Yeah, my sister likes to play the game to be the last one standing in mass. Did you ever do that? No. So, you know, when you, whenever you have to sit down, she'll just make sure she'll like. Oh, everyone she, else everyone in the whole church sit down. has sat down before her and then she'll sit down. I like I, sitting up the very, very front and then just standing up and kneeling down at random times. So people <laughs> that don't usually go up there would be like, do we stand up now? And no, then I look behind me. and I go, Because you do just copy the person in you, front. You cooperative fools. <laughs> or it's the same with like this responsorial Sam. Yeah. I wouldn't have a breeze now going Not in. I'd be like, changed it. Yeah. Oh, that, yeah, but you see, do you know what it is? Mass and, and that kind of reli- like generalized uh, religion across the board in most of them have these chants to have these you know mantras and it's just to lull you into like a, a meditative on like a meditative cooperative state so you're just like and then I was, I was on the second day and I was on the right hand of the father to see that prayer and you was turn to you I guess Marwahmeen or Agri Kulafain or whatever that you know that yeah but like that's just Noises, noises, noises in the same way as everyone has the monotone, noises. Monotone, monotone. Yeah. It is hypnotic, just, isn't it? It's hypnotic to make you like look the other way when the Vatican is moving priests around from parish to parish. And it's changed up now because people people were getting they were getting too complacent and it wasn't yeah they weren't yeah. paying attention oh that's why they changed the switch that's Change when I tapped up. out the minute they changed it to it is right and just I was like right yeah. I'm out it's and like, for that reason it's like, <laughs> it's like changing the lyrics to like you know jingle bell happy yeah, birthday or something but, but well, I was going to say Bohemian Rhapsody but yeah <laughs> something more contemporary uh <laughs> Um, oh God! We just drove straight into the deep end there. Yeah, Gordo so didn't. That's only paddle. That's a paddling pool. We there, there's not a big toe in yet. Like Gordo is here wait, to talk to us about conspiracy theories. Where we talk about the the ancient alien progenitors of the human race. That's get ready. That's my shit. Let's get let's get on Band that. Bandwagons. <laughs> <laughs> so you do those conspiracy guys? That's your podcast. It is. That's what? your child. But I spell it correctly. <laughs> Does conspirit with an extra P, C P O N P S P I R. Conspiratory guys. Was it? It's good. Those conspiracy guys for anyone who actually wants to listen. Yeah. Should be just that conspiracy guy though. Yeah. Well, I mean, we've, there's there's, there's many, always more than one. There's, there's a rolling collection of guys. Exactly, oh, and yeah. girls. Are we honorary and guys? Girls. Oh, you guys are coming on next season for Shizzle. Yeah. Maybe maybe one at a time because your powers seem to be like com- while combined. We'll like symbiotic. You, yeah. Absolutely. I yeah. want to break you up and get you on on your own and you on Oh, your I own. won't be good on my own. I need someone to tell me what I can and can't say. <laughs> Actually, that doesn't matter on yours. You have no filter. We'll just give you a thing that you can just go and learn about or Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. Just like yeah, those, yeah. yeah. 
Uh, so how did you get into conspira- I can, conspiring? I don't know how to use that word in any Conspiracy of the Conspiracy theories. You yeah. Could, yeah, I think it's, it's, what, it's, it's a noun now. Yeah. Um, Were you into it as a child? Uh, when I mean keeping secrets and trying to figure out shit, yeah, of course. Yeah. I mean, we grew up in Catholic Ireland. We grew up in... Uh, we, we, I'm not going to go gonna there. Let it go. I'm not going to let that <laughs> shit go. No. We grew up in a, play, in, a, in, a, in a place where we knew some shit's going down. And it's not real. And I'd be asking questions in school and people would be all like, and in the book it says the Celts and they did the thing. Or then in geography it's all like, the ice would melt and refreeze and create scree. And I'm all like, yeah, but like, that surely is not the only pro, like, I'd ask more questions. Yeah. And in the, in the, my reports that I got home, my parents is like, ask too many questions, talks in class, could do better. And I'm like, I could do better on your fucking sliding scale of success. I could do better. <laughs> but I'm doing just fine by my standards. Yeah, it looks fine. Um, I know, yeah. I, I can't wait for like the 25 year, you know, secondary school th- where all the old teachers are on their walking canes or their Zimmer frames and like, I remember you when you were in the class. I was like, yeah. Do you remember asking me all them questions, bitch? Let's make me money now. <laughs> Where's your fucking report cards now, old man? Like, just go around with business cards that are just like the URL of your Patreon. Like, just, like, mm. <laughs> just don't speak. Like, yeah. just like, I'm above you now. Yeah. Like, well, I see, I don't, th- above, below, that's not, we're all. Do you know God's creatures but <laughs> it's not very holy um, oh, I got I into know. conspiracy theories like the official like conspiracy theories I remember the first time I ever questioned some shit was when my dad and my older brother who's like 11 years older than me they were watching JFK the movie oh yeah right 1991 Oliver Stone and they got it on video out of extra vision video to VHS cassette Familiar. We're familiar, yeah. yeah. You know that? Yeah. yeah. The box with yeah. the dreams. We're older than we look. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I remember watching the start of it and there was some there was some scuffle at the start of the movie and someone's top got pulled off in some protest and a titty popped out. <laughs> and then my dad and my brother looking at, you know, 10-year-old me and going, no, there's a titty in the first 30 seconds. Get out. <laughs> and I was outside the room just going, what's so special about this? What Like, what's going on? And there was a titty. I want to see that titty again. <laughs> And I ended up like sneaking away and watching JFK on my own. I was like, oh, they didn't, he, he, the guy, he wasn't shot at all by that guy. And it broke my sense of reality because I was like, why is everybody, why, why is, yeah, like, why is it covered up? Why is it the accepted norm that he's shot by this when it's quite obviously the opposite? And then uh, I started drinking like pretty early, like 13 or 14. And then started, like, it just, it kind of skewed. Like the perception of the way things should be, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Like smoking hash and drinking cans when you're supposed to be learning, like you know, algebra and quadratic equations, biology, and all this kind of shit. Like it doesn't. You're just like, what the fuck? I'm wasting me fucking time here in this sitting in this box with a lot of other like smelly plebs, and we're all we're all smelly plebs. Yeah. I was just going like, what are we doing? What are we doing, lads? Like why are we? There's some some fucking menopausal gowl is like reaming off shit from a book that was written 25 years ago because that's what everyone agreed is the thing you're supposed to say when someone asks you. I was like, nah, fuck this. I'm out. 
I kind of had a moment like that. I know this is going to sound really bad and maybe we might have to cut it out. But did you see um, Unabomber on Netflix? Yeah, it was brilliant. Brilliant. And then at the end, did you read his, his manifesto. Did you read his manifesto? He had some valid points. I said that in my show as well and people were like, um, he's the Unabomber. And I'm like, I was at your show, baby. That's where I got it from. No, but he was like, you, you, you stop at a red light because you're programmed to stop at a red light. He was like, what if we just, none of us, like we're all just following these rules. I think you've been red Pillsbury. You're in. Thanks. You're a conspirator. Thank you. She's red Thank pills. you. She's quoting the fucking Unabomber. Like, what's I'm going on? I'm just googling the Unabomber to determine whether oh, we yeah. do need to cut this. Ted, Ted Kaczynski. Ted Kaczynski. He, 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 no, he's not that. He, no, he was that bad. But it's he's not that bad. <laughs> That's for what Patreon. I said is not that bad. I don't think. Ted Kaczynski's not that he's bad. Not, he's not great now, though. He is not. No, he's great. not great. I mean, my what he had, Google, he's what he did great. wasn't that great. But his arguments weren't that bad. Yeah, like Paul Posh are, you know. Hitler could have been right about the Jews breed. I agree with you. (laughs) Yeah, I agree Uh, with you. There's something like we can't put our finger on it. But let's just like, you know, let's go with it. Shit sick of the two already. This is how it happens. So would you say it's the same for everyone? It's that kind of morbid curiosity, that what that wants to explore more beyond the said information that we're given usually in these places like school and stuff I think that there's a a certain cohort of people in a school situation that will just be like yeah if I they buy because you kind of have to buy into that system so you get shown what you could get at the end and you either agree and you know capitulate and cooperate or you disagree and then you spend your 20s you know, with like a like a weird smell of hemp around you for a long time, possibly having some experimental haircuts and the clothes, ill-fitting clothes like that may not, you know, ex-works jeans and the like. And uh, people ask questions naturally, but I think there's a society that has been built up over the last thirty years, anyway, since like maybe the early nineties, with the advent of the internet, that they're being instructed to live in a certain way much more uh, it's a much more effective control mechanism than say the 50s 60s 70s and 80s where television and newspaper was the mainstream media but more people were reading books more people were getting their own information they were congregating in real life with people and they weren't being bombarded with like um overarching agendas or people that have like a global like trickle down information structure whereas now being online uh, you join like a message board or a Facebook group or whatever and then two pricks from America will go in and go okay we're gonna try and infiltrate this and kind of drip feed a few bits of information and then the next thing like six months later that Facebook group that started off as a Ted Kaczynski fan page is now like <laughs> a right wing Christian anti-black movement or something oh, like yeah. that you know so that shit happens now way way easier than it used to and I think that people want to ask questions right now conspiracy theories is like the new rock and roll I think people are fed up of the facade. People are fed up of yeah. looking at what's happening. They can quite obviously see the things that are going wrong in government, in uh, you know, top level capitalist, neoliberal like business practices, and even with stuff like YouTube or, or like podcasts, you can see people getting pinched for saying something, and then they're like, "Okay, your YouTube channel is gone." And you're like, "Wait a minute, where did that where did that guy go? This is seems very George Orwell. Like, why why?" What did he have to... And then you go looking into what, what they say. And you're like... I love that. What, what, what's, what was he saying to make him get kicked off? And people are now digging around. Instead of just going like, oh, okay. And then just like walking away like they used to. People are like, no. I have the, I have the phone in my hand. And it's the fucking key to the, the universe. Like, I can look up anything. Yeah. And then you just have to 
learn the skills to discern what's bullshit and what's not bullshit. Yeah, but that's what I was going to ask. Is there a danger then, though, in this age of misinformation and I hate to fucking say it, but fake news and stuff where... Fake news, girls, fake is news, a very guys. real problem, okay? <laughs> it's a very real thing. Uh, Jim Acosta, CNN, okay? Uh, they're, they're, they don't like me. They put out a lot of really, uh, really poo-poo stories about me online, okay? If my mom listens to this, she's going to get such a kick out of that impression. What's your mother's name? Uh, she left switched off a long time ago. <laughs> What's your mother's name? Calista. Calista? Yeah. It sounds like a very sweet, uh, fruity ice cream flavor. <laughs> Calista, I look for you on a, on a hot June afternoon. <laughs> We'd have a tremendous time. Oh, my poor mom. Calista. Poor, poor what a cl- yeah. that's so Well, her name is, her actual name is Marion, but her middle <laughs> oh, name is. So she's the no, stripper, no, no. is that her it? Mi- it's just like. Her middle name is Calista, but it was that thing of, I don't know, because my dad doesn't go by his actual name. He goes by like his middle name. Are your parents fugitives from the law? Like, what the fuck? They is must going be. I don't know. Yeah. Of questions They're actually there, the think. stars of the Americans. Yeah, I should have. Um, <laughs> no, but actually, and my mom, bringing it back to religion, was na- there was like Pope Callistus or something at the time. So Callista, there you go. Oh, yeah. There you go. Anyway, what was your question? Um, <laughs> misinformation and the danger of that with how popular conspiracy theories were going out, and like there are a lot of people like you do it really well, and then I have other people who don't really do it well. You're like me. No, I, I was going to use the example of like Shane Dawson. I don't know if oh, you're familiar yeah. with any of the oh, stuff yeah. that he does. I do. Yeah, I am. Yeah. And I'd be interested to know your opinion on him, but first I'd kind of be more interested in like the how you balance like kind of giving people this other view without. You know, like without, without, without a bias painted all over. Kind, yeah, exactly, yeah. And I suppose there's a lot of people getting into this who don't have the tools, as you said, who can't differentiate between like this is clearly bullshit or parody or satire. Yeah. Between this is this is another theory. Take it as you will. Like use your brain, investigate, uh, like analyze yourself. I think people have to like, you know, sharpen and hone their skills of deductive reasoning and analysis. Like a lot of people, like the other people in school who don't ask the questions they're just like look if i if i take in all this stuff and then remember it and then regurgitate it verbatim then i get a great job in an office where i have a fella with a more expensive suit that hands me a bunch of papers and then i process them with my human brain and then poop out some other papers with some extra stuff on top of what he said and then people they give me like money for that cool i'll just do that and those people can can it's totally fine that life is the majority that's the majority of people do that shit and with fake news i guess everyone has a vote everyone has a voice uh with social media people have been given a platform to elevate their voice and a lot of people don't filter themselves or don't feel the need to filter themselves because they create these echo chambers online where they will be agreed with and you know, uh, supported in sometimes bigotry, sometimes, you know, far-fetched theories about, you know, fucking, uh, Michelle Obama has a Mickey or something like that. And people <laughs> are all like, yeah, I've oh, seen a picture and it looks like there's a lump there. She definitely has a Mickey. Or like Beyonce faking her pregnancies and stuff. Well, that I think is true. Like I saw... <laughs> I think that's true as well. Sorry. Totally that's true. Ha- she absolutely she got a, was pregnancy. too squishy. No, she got like, a surrogate and yeah. she was like, uh, do you know, my flaps <laughs> don't get no baby stretching. <laughs> I, th- I knew I'd work flaps in there somewhere. But Beyonce it was too hard. Put, too posh to push she was just like let's get a yeah, surrogate I've seen her bending down the, the belly but why did she bending. keep it a secret um, what has she got to do is like Kim uses surrogate I think people would have judged her yeah 
because she was like it was at a time where celebrities weren't really seen to be doing it especially someone like Beyonce I feel like people would have immediately been like as you said too posh bush hack of her but then like she had the twins and people kind of forgot I think I think she legitimately had the twins she did not have Blue Ivy I feel like she's her kid but she didn't oh, house the child. She's Jay's kid anyways. Yeah. The head on her. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she, she does, she <laughs> she's does a baby, have a like, yeah. she's Big Jay-Z head in her like. Genetic, yeah. Genetics don't, don't lie. Uh, but, but what I'm saying is like people don't, people don't get or want to exercise that um, analytical side. Because sometimes it's too hard to read that shit and go like, what's really going on? Yeah. Sometimes mm. you start to question everything there. Yeah. The Truman then, Show. Then, exactly. And then you're fucking watching the Late Late Show and you're going, Ryan Tuberty, why are you fucking slamming the liberal agenda down our throats, making children crying instead of like a natural, normal person making the camera go away? You, you're like, zoom in camera two. And you grab the child by both sides of the face and you're like, your brother is dying at No, home. Gordon, no. He's dying. <laughs> and you're going to get to go and enjoy the school of rock in London while your brother's no, at home no, stop. as his, his cells deteriorate from a degenerate no, disease cry for me bitch and I'm like Toberty that is really you that can't is, say that that's hardcore bro you cannot say that like that's what he did he was no, like he did and then he hugged her but he's like he went to hug her and then at the last second he just turned her head so she'd be facing out the camera to go <laughs> with a cry face she couldn't cry into his jumper into his he microphone because like, no. it sound weird he was like cry to the camera bitch and turned her head so, she, so the people could see her crying I was like nah man liberal agenda but that was like people <laughs> end up, you can't even enjoy the toy show then when your head is in that space right yeah what is your favourite conspiracy though oh I'm not finished talking about this thing no, this, uh, no we, are. Are. Oh, this, we are oh this, <laughs> we are this, this analytic what I'm saying is and I'd be brief so we get to the next question what I'm saying is because I don't want to finish on the late, late show Rad, just bananas, oh that's going that's bananas <laughs> just for Patreon so I think that people need to exercise their analytical skills because what we're being told now on fake news now, it's definitely coming from two sides. There, and in the last like three years, I think since Trump took office, it's, it's after like skyrocketing that people need to be able to, like we, we all have a bias. So when you're going to write a college essay, you have to have a bias. You have to have a point of view. Everyone has a point yeah. of view and you should be allowed or able to defend it. And if you have a point of view and someone asks you why and you can't say why, then that's not your point of view. Don't be listening to other people's shit because what people do is instead of thinking for themselves, they look at someone they respect or they should, they're told should be respected. They take what they're saying and then they just parrot it around the place. But when you scratch below the surface and go, why do you think that? It's like, oh, because uh, that lad on that one on YouTube said that or that lad said that. It's like, yeah, but why do you believe it or think it? Um, Like, do you understand what it means? Uh... Uh, you're a fascist. You're a fascist, and and like reporting people on Twitter when they're being questioned, you know. So I think that like conspiracy theories now are mainstream because people don't want to do that anymore, and it's after opening up a whole load of other topics like you know, yeah, assassinations and political subterfuge and all this kind of stuff, you know. Yeah. But cut the late late show stuff out because. <laughs> but seriously though, though it was a fucking sham of a thing. Gordo did not enjoy the Lele Toy Show. Me and Breach did. There was no fucking toys in it. That's and that's, why. And yes. I'm, I'm gonna leave it there. Did yeah, you see, no, I won't argue with him see, on this because I won't see win. Ryan Tuberty t- like touching that black child's hair. And no, then, and then you can't he, say black. And then when he wouldn't let, <laughs> then when he wouldn't let him touch his hair, he was like, "Stop touching my hair. It's not cool to touch black people's hair without asking." Ryan Tuberty got a load of like chemicals and threw it in his eyes. He's like, "That's a fucking <laughs> no, hate. That's a hate crime." And then the child is all like, <laughs> like spitting on, on national television, and Ryan Tuberty's like, "That's what you get for that. Let me touch your hair." motherfucker like 
Did Typical that happen? white privilege. Yeah, that's white what I mean. privilege. Breed, I think you had a question for Gordon. <laughs> Gordon, uh, you have hundreds of episodes of your podcast, don't you? A few, yeah. What is your favorite ever conspiracy? See, I, I, it's not like or like your top three. Yeah, it's not like conspiracy. Like they're not conspiracies. Some like most of it is actual history. It's just that it's not told in the way that I tell it. Yeah. Do you know? Uh, I like to have these arcs across like different episodes. So I have like two or three. You know, remember watching the X Files years ago, and you'd have. You know what? Never watched the X Files. <laughs> you guys are still young. No, I'm gonna have to do like. Oh, the most what? experience I have with the X Files is that episode of The Simpsons where they're in it. Like that's, that's as far as oh, it goes. Shit. Well, that's where like it sounds where, like my buzz though. I might go back and watch it. Absolutely, do. That's where are I the got new ones sucked going? in. Yeah. Are the, the newest. I haven't. I haven't even seen season ten or eleven. You're, you're but I watched up to season eight, and I was like, "Yeah, that's enough for me." Yeah. When Mulder left, I'm like, "Nah, you're grand." Yeah. I don't like the cop from Terminator Two as mm. a substitute Mulder. He's just not good. Um. But yeah, like you're watching the X Files, and in in one season, it'll have like a continual story, but to be two, three episodes or four episodes in between each one, and they continue like uh, um, uh, Scully, uh, uh, what's her name, Gillian Anderson, got pregnant oh, yeah. in real life, and they wrote this whole storyline about her getting pregnant and abducted by aliens and brought onto a spaceship, and they took the baby out and all this, and it was like a three episode arc. So I kind of, as an homage to that, I kind of like to do that over certain seasons. So I have. Um, I have an episode about money and banking and the Federal Reserve. Oh, yeah. And it's like, it goes from like the history of money all the way back to the very, very start where people had like pressed salt coins, you know, in like ancient Mesopotamia and uh, ancient Persia. They'd have salt because it was like a commodity and they'd press it into little round coins that were weighed. And that was like the first monetary transactions, you know, That's apart from barter. Uh, and then it goes all the way up to like why gold is so valuable that the amount of gold that's on the planet now is as much as there ever will be. Uh, and it always gets found with silver. And the price of gold and silver is directly correlated to how much gold and silver there are there is on the planet. So it's like gold is like seven times more valuable than silver because there's seven times less gold than there is silver, do you know? Yeah. Um, and then the magical properties of gold that like... There's people that are doing these cancer treatments where you inject like microscopic gold into your body and then the, the gold molecules attach themselves to like tumor cells and then they microwave it and the metal molecules heat up and kill the cancer cells and it's like that's a real thing it's a real thing yeah and it works yeah gold is mad like all i remember all i'm thinking of that like disinfect hold on sorry uh, there was a doubtful whine that was her i'm just keep thinking of gold slagger do you know the yeah, well, that's, the vodka yeah. with the gold bits that's in the, it makes the fanciest shits in the world. <laughs> Just like, oh, look at my. Did you ever have it? Look yeah. at my arse explosion. It's so I never festive. had it. I thought it's it was enough to it. Like, it's not but that's what I thought. That's what I thought it was. Just a, I don't think I ever had that though either. Can we get back to your disbelieving whine? Oh, I did just say gold cures cancer. Yeah, so, so I'm... It's not that it cures cancer. <laughs> it's that it reduces the size of tumours. Okay. Like, there's like $10 trillion worth of gold floating in the oceans right now. But it's just in, in microscopic like molecule form. And in that ship that from that movie Matthew McConaughey was in. Yeah. Fool's gold. Yeah. Breed you uh, Breed, you've actually been looking for um, a new job. This this could be it. Like, what, like diving in the sea. Deep I don't sea like diving. I don't like open water. Oh you don't like open water, sorry I forgot about that. You're thalassophobic. Is that the word? Yeah. How do you spell that? C O N tattooed on my wrist. S P I R P A C Y P Conspiracy. Uh, I can't say it. Thalassophobia is the fear of open water. So, uh, 
yeah, like gold has these mad properties. Like it's antiseptic. It's it's antibacterial. Like do you know the way like all the Celts would wear like these gold uh, neck braces and the gold wrist kind of like bracelets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that <laughs> that when they had shit on their hands, is that why um... they could just wipe wipe their hands and then rub their hands on the gold wrist bracelets? Yeah, and it would disinfect their hands. Is that why all the rappers wear it now as well? No, that's and like the local TDs. That's uh, <laughs> the Lord Mayor's. It's a, it's a really, it's a really tasteless uh, racial. <laughs> I mean, we don't. What <laughs> rappers wear, wear? Is that why they wear gold? So that when they have shit on their hands, they can just wipe. I the meant, sh- oh fuck it, Shane, you're gonna have to fucking cut this as well. I just meant generally. Should we cut, put the left? Cut nothing. Um, they <laughs> might have fucking in. iron deficiency or something. I don't know. I didn't mean it like that. Anyway, uh, I think I think rappers wear gold because they wanted to uh, portray like it's an expression of a life of a- affluence. Absolutely. But then yeah. in yeah. in, in 1987, 1980, with bands like De La Soul, they went away from the gold and the gangster, and they started wearing like traditional African beads. Oh yeah. To be able to show like that it's not about gold and bling; it's about the music and unity and all that stuff. There's a brilliant set of documentaries, Hip Hop Evolution, on Netflix. Oh yeah talks about that if you want to see but gold is a magic thing like it's it's there's a whole episode about money and gold and then it moves into jp morgan i, I don't know if you heard of him yeah he was like this uh, rosacea nosed <laughs> see you next tuesday and uh, he <laughs> created the federal reserve he cornered the market in copper he was like a real shenanigan maker and uh he he basically created like the ta- the IRS like the tax system that the world is running on. There's J.P. Morgan in Dublin, isn't there? Yeah, but that's the bank that was from him. Like that's he, him. yeah, is he, he still alive? N- no, he okay. he died in like 19, 1919 or nineteen twenty. Oh, uh, geez, but it was long time ago. yeah, but like Pre-famine. he he came from England. His family came from England, and they cornered the markets and loads of stuff in in. Okay, no, sorry, I have to pause you for a minute. Did you just say pre? I take it back. I take it back immediately. Pre-famine nineteen nineteen. When did no, famine happen? Breach nineteen twenty three. No. Oh. No, that's wrong. Are you taking the piss? No, the fam- I'm thinking of the... What are you thinking of? I'm thinking of something else. You're thinking of Michael Collins getting shot, which yeah, is... Yeah, yeah. Everyone, Sorry, carry on, Gordo. Everyone. I had to address that though. <laughs> I'm so wow. glad you did. And you're going to leave that I in did and Irish out, in college. My, uh, my, uh, I don't want to inflict the people on you. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> inflict the people on Breach. Yeah, Bring yeah. them. You don't let's, want the hate I get. Let's go. <laughs> you don't get hate, do you? Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> Once we get on to white supremacy and you're oh like, God. Ted, they're photoshopping your, your face on Ted Kaczynski's tell body. Me what, tell me more about JP Morgan. I'm interested in so, that. So, yeah, he started. And I would the, like to subscribe to your newsletter. He started the, the Federal Reserve. He came from England. He moved over to America. He started in all these like businesses and uh, he moved down to New Orleans. And it was really sketchy businesses, but because there was no rules, there was no like uh, antitrust laws, there was no like monopoly, anti monopoly laws, he just took over everything because he's like he saw the opportunity there was no one else doing it there was no laws to stop him so like these are like the men who built America you know Rockefeller JP Morgan uh, Rothschilds like they, these are the names that pop up all the time when you're talking about conspiracy theories and they're the guys who run like the World Bank the IRS and the tax system the Federal Reserve and the dollar which runs like every every big economy in the world trades on the dollar you know so JP Morgan made all that shit and then there was a whole episode then the third in the the trilogy on the federal reserve itself and how money doesn't mean anything and every dollar that exists is like only it only has one tenth of its value 
that, that how the fractional reserve banking works like there's probably some bankers out there listening going shut up <laughs> but like it's a real like fucked up system you know uh, that, that, that that's that's how I yeah, construct the stuff but if you're talking about a once off episode that's my favourite uh, I love the story of Charlie Manson yeah who didn't kill anybody he's not actually a murderer it's a big misnomer nobody nobody actually died by his hand he did shoot somebody but they didn't die and uh, he was like the how would so, you say the encourager of some murders he didn't order it specifically he was just like but that is what happened isn't it uh, what, what do you mean? Didn't he get the... Here's the cops now. I know, yeah. They found us. They're like, they're like, he encouraged... Stop like, that guy, tell everybody. <laughs> didn't he encourage... Just got the people on his farm to kill, go and kill... What's her name? What's her name? You're asking the wrong the person. Huh? Oh, died. she's in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Margot Robbie played her. What's her name? Mar- Margot Robbie. Played her. Uh, What's her name? Sharon Tate. Yeah. Sharon Tate. Yeah. Sharon Tate. Sorry. Sorry. Like wife he, of he Roman actually, Polanski, who's yeah. a dirty, dirty, dirty man, dirty boy. Yeah, let's not even go there. But Manson didn't actually kill anyone, did he? He just no. encouraged other people to do it. Encouraged in the same way that you're like, hey, everybody should read the Unabomber's manifesto. Like it's, <laughs> he just he's just like here's here's some literature, no. and then they were all reading it, going like, oh my god. Some people say that he's actually a CIA ass. Do you know how, how do you know how close Charlie Manson was to being like an international rock superstar? Yeah, yeah. His music was crap though, wasn't it? Yeah, but that's the only reason he didn't become one. <laughs> well, that's it's the no same ex- as me. It's no excuse nowadays. <laughs> we could have all been international <laughs> superstars, yeah. like, like if James. Blunt can get a music career. <laughs> <laughs> it's like one of those old cars from the 1920s. Remember when the family was on? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> get the road. There was um, when I went to primary school, someone had a car who had a car horn like that. It was like. Oh my god, that's so upsetting. Was it like a Mexican gangster? I don't know who it was. And they obviously used it outside the school a lot. Yeah, very incredible irritating. Tell them all about it, the conspiracy guys. But, yeah. What's your favourite conspiracy? Oh, I think it's really obvious, and I think a lot of our patrons said it as well when we asked them. Oh, but, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Is it Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself? No, that's... but I do want to talk about that as well, maybe briefly. But oh, yeah. my on a, on a cursory level, um, Avril Lavigne was replaced by a clone. At and her name is Melissa. Yeah. That's, that came in. And explain. The, and explain. The, clone, the clone got fucked up and they, they didn't put in the right program into the computer and the new clone has Lyme disease and you're like, oh, <laughs> I keep the receipt. Like, Is it like when you just don't update your iOS or something? Yeah, yeah. She's like, she's running on old software and she ended up with Lyme disease and now she can't sing anymore. So I, like, why did you have to go and make it so complicated? Like, <laughs> I blame Chad Kroger, to be honest. And what, I mean, who, what? who's to say that he isn't in on it? Who's to say that he isn't like... Yeah, I like it's the old Avril Lavigne, but she wouldn't have sex with me. So can we clone a new one and then like brainwash her so her that she touch my wiener? Oh, oh God. Look at this crap. <laughs> but why do you... Best meme ever. Why do people think she's a clone? Because there's loads of evidence. Like what? Um, the fact that she has Melissa tattooed on her wrist and she shows it all the time. She throws up all these Illuminati symbols and symbolism. There's something wrong with her. Her mouth is different. Her eye holes are different. And maybe she's just getting older. It's one of those things. But cloning is a huge thing. I haven't looked into it yet. We're going to do an episode. But there's loads of clones, man. <laughs> Nicki Minaj is a clone. Tila Tequila. There's Not loads. Tila Tequila. We don't need two yeah. Nicki Minaj. Oh, sorry. Actually, no, I actually forgot. Nicki Minaj like, I? No, she's like, Tila Tequila's bad, isn't she? She's an athlete. Forget that. Okay, I don't mind that she's... She's not a Nazi. She's an Asian. Oh, Jesus. Oh, no. that... She is. 
literally she's come out with a load of really ropey shit anyway who else is a clone let's get off this before they can we clone. get anything else they the Unabomber was right I love no, how I love how there. you literally say now I mean she could just be getting older but like that's that's the more unrealistic or like, theory yes, plastic absolutely. surgery absolutely do you reckon it's, I I don't know some people say Kanye is a clone and they keep on cloning him he said himself <laughs> I keep getting worse every I version that, like, yeah. he said himself every time every time I come out and I dye my hair blonde it's because I, I I've died he he died he said like this is my but new but he means that in like a religious sense doesn't I mean, he he's does mad he? for the religion he's now. mad he is for now. Jesus this now. clone this version is oh yeah okay they just put like they put like the Christian OS imagine on. every just clone like, yeah guys. turn up more Jesus more yeah. Jesus and the lad is over the pot like dropping in drops of Jesus and then he goes like <laughs> oh, oh my god I put in so much Jesus into this one and now it's all like I want to make a gospel oh, opera and yeah. it's like oh for fuck's sake yeah imagine you were just able to like control like imagine they just made a clone of me and it was just like they had one really niche interest and it was just like Beyblade or something like <laughs> But you just were the best Beyblade player like, and just of all. No, she wasn't that good. She was just obsessed with it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's the cruelest thing ever. Let her rip! To make a clone <laughs> that's obsessed with Beyblades. Just, just flying out of the arena. Like. Terrible at it. <laughs> you just don't know how to pull the little string thing. You're just like, I want it to work so badly. And they make a whole movie about it, like the Whoa. piano or something like that. It's just someone desperately trying to get better at Beyblades in like black and white, oh like wartime God. Poland. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god what's she the keeps, piano she keeps she keeps going back to the to the Beyblade arena and all of so like no is that the pianist is that different the piano <laughs> no, the Brody. Yeah. the piano is Anna Paquin yeah I have no idea um, I don't what's know what's your favourite conspiracy theory breach not allowed to talk about them. <laughs> why um, I don't want to talk about she's them. been compromised <laughs> um, I don't know what have you heard that you think is bullshit? Oh, like lots of like natural disaster stuff. Oh, like hur- Hurricane <laughs> Katrina was totally fake like and I those fully... black people ruined New Orleans on their own. Without going into like actual things that happened because I really don't want hate. I'm a big, <laughs> big fan of the idea of crisis actors. Yeah, that is a big thing. I love, I love, I'm so fascinated by that. I don't love it. Did you ever see the Boston bombings? No. <laughs> right. Boston Marathon. Some shit blew up, but it was like some some Halloween bangers or whatever went off at the finish line. And people were like, oh, no, loads of people died. It's like, how did that happen? I've had farts larger than that explosion, right? Yeah. And the flags blew the wrong way. It was all this whole big thing. And there's video footage of fellas going around at the finish line of the Boston bombings emptying out blood bags. There's one dude. The pictures? Videos. They're like moving pictures. <laughs> and there, there's one guy who's like being wheeled along in a wheelchair and there's a very famous picture and he has one leg and he's holding on, someone's holding on to his his vein or his artery so he doesn't bleed to death and there's a fella behind him called Carlos Arredondo and he's running behind him. That's not, I didn't make that up. I know, I was just, ac- so I, I was just accessing my memory banks there by touching my face and he's running behind him in a wheelchair and your man's like, oh my leg! And there's like a bone sticking out, there's bits of flesh hanging out like an old Christmas ham. Do you know what's mad? That cunt lost his leg before the bombing actually happened. He was high, he had one leg already. I don't know. I don't know why. But they portrayed it like he lost his leg in the bombing. But he was actually an ex-veteran who lost his leg in, in war. And they put him in a wheelchair and put like a fake bone on the end of his stump. Oh. And then ran along behind him. And then this Carlos Arredondo guy came out and he started giving these interviews going, 
I remember I was uh, running uh, down the street. I see a big explosion, and he's a guy. He's a bleed very much, and he <coughs> was that he, racist. <laughs> He, no, it's, that's how he, exactly how he sounds. And then there's videos of Carlos Arredondo wearing like a, a straw cowboy hat. And then later on, he has a different, better quality straw cowboy hat for when he's on the news because they didn't want it to look too shabby. He's walking around. He's right home and got it. Dude, there's videos of him walking around looking for the the most injured person to kind of be like, uh, who, is, who is the guy I was supposed to pick up for the cameras again oh he has a one leg oh and he's walking around like looking for somebody like pottering around while there's people like ah bleeding and shit and then there's other people behind coming up with bags like uh, like uh you know like kit, kit bags oh yeah with bags of blood and they're like cutting the bags of blood and pouring it on the ground like it's crazy man that's mad. Can you talk that to me so I can put it on Instagram? Yeah, totally. Talk about talk about like a crisis actor, false flag situation. And now that but like, and you say that, and everyone's like, "Oh man, people died at that shit." No, you can't be saying that. But you actually can because I saw it with my eyes. Yeah, you'll never um, find those videos now though because YouTube is scrubbing all that stuff off the internet. Like, what? let's talk about the Queen being dead. Oh yeah, did she die this morning? I don't um, know. We're so if anyone's unfamiliar, she's not dead. No, and as of recording, she's not dead. And um, I, I look, MSN and the Metro that called that UK. I, I checked it on the bus on the way in. Not say dead. that she's not dead. Yeah, yeah. So, but tonight, what? as we speak, there's a panorama. Uh, she could be dead somewhere. Panorama BBC documentary starring oh, yeah, yeah, Virginia yeah. Roberts, alleged victim of Prince Andrew, and I think it could be like a smoke screen that people are like, just say the Queen is dead. So that nobody's looking at like yeah, Prince Andrew and stuff. This and is how... Do you think that would like throw people towards more royal? It's no, called, I don't think so. Because it's, it's all called, people are talking about it's now. It's called flooding the news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they do it on, on Friday yeah. at 5 p.m. is one of the things they do whenever the American government has something big. They'll always announce it at Friday at 5 and it gets lost in the weekend tumble and by Monday everyone's like, meh. It yeah. doesn't hit like peak times. But this is first thing on a Monday morning. The panorama thing is on Monday night. That shit is going to be watched. It even started like the Sunday evening. It was, if people aren't aware, it started from this like WhatsApp group chat screenshot of these. Yeah, we'll put it on Instagram. These lads. Can I get some of their names now? It's like Ricey, Ricey. and all these Giffo. lads. And the, yeah, Gifo and like the the the, the group picture is a Gibbo. penis. Is Gibbo? Gibbo. Sorry, it's Gibbo. Gibbo. The group picture is just a penis, which just doesn't. And then it's this message being like, Queen dead, died of heart attack. Um, it's, a, it's supposed to be between a bunch of squaddies who yeah. are like going to be her, her armed escort for her body or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Um, and massively caught legs. Everyone started talking about it as if to be like, is Queen dead? Is Queen dead? Because they're dying dead? for her to die. They cannot She's wait. So old. There's a really good, if anyone hasn't read it, there's actually a really good article in. Um, the Guardian about what will happen when she does die in terms of like the operational stuff. It's called. It's literally called Operation London Bridge, which isn't great. Oh yeah, um, they, they talk about that in the Crown, don't they? Yeah, yeah. But like, two days after, there's like a stabbing and a shooting on London Bridge, so they don't want people to be looking at that because some people are saying that shit is fake because you have some lad who was let out of prison fifty percent of the way through his very serious incarceration for trying to blow up the New York or the London Stock Exchange he had a plot to blow up the London Stock Exchange Jesus so he got 16 years in prison served 8 and he was released that day under very mysterious circumstances taped two knives to his hands and a fake bomb vest how did he get the second one on 
That's the, that's the mystery of Allah. And then he ran out into the bridge and he had a fake bomb vest on and he just started stabbing people and two people died and then the police like shot him twice in the head. Brown bread. Bang dushed. Uh, and now no and then loads of people were saying, Oh, that's weird. Why is that cop there? There's a video of him getting up after he's been shot. There's loads of conspiracy stuff about that situation. And every time there's a general election in the UK, there's a like a Muslim knife attack on London Bridge, it seems. The same thing happened last year where the van drove, crashed into the bollards, bunch of guys got out, started slashing people up. Do you remember that? Yeah. yeah. So like every time there's an election in England, there's a Muslim knife attack and it was on London Bridge. So then they're going to take, oh, what's the thing? Let's flood the, let's flood flood the, the news. Flood the SEO. Operation London Bridge. The Queen is dead and it gets rid of all those news things. And on the same day, the Prince Andrew is going to 100% get outed to fuck by Virginia Roberts in this panorama documentary that they don't want anyone to see yet they're obliged to broadcast. That shit is going to be buried, man. Like Jimmy Hoffa. Like it's done. So that's why the Queen is dead is so important. Yeah. yeah. I might have walked all over you there. Sorry about it's that. It's very man. interesting. No, and I suppose that ties nicely into Jeffrey Epstein. Briefly. <laughs> what a bad cunt. So basically, if anyone isn't familiar, or actually you might be better versed to explain this properly, but he was... Found guilty of being a bad guy. Yeah, you can say it. I you think, say it. I think he's a bad cunt. The he's C word. <laughs> if, if it could apply to anybody, it would apply to this guy. Yeah. He was Sex a... offences was due to go on trial. Yeah. The next day or like very leading up to the trial mm-hmm. was found dead in his cell by apparent suicide. Yeah. There is a theory that that's not the case. Oh, it's a very... It's a different body. Uh, oh, that's another theory, yeah. What's a different body? The years. What are the theories? Um, wh- what have you heard? That's someone I, I actually haven't heard that much. I've just, I, I've, I do not believe that it was suicide. Um, but I don't know. Like it's all way too convenient in terms of the fact that he was due to go up and it was such a bad crime and now he pretty much. But before I say anything, I want to see what the what the sorry. I heard you have way more knowledge about it than I do. But I don't really. But I just remember everyone saying at the time that it was Hillary Clinton's uncle's body they used. I said that. That's it. That's where I'm getting all my info from. Hillary Clinton's brother. Brother was it? Fake news, guys. You started that rumor. Oh yeah. (laughs) When I started it, it's like that. I I said it because it kind of looks like him. Tony Rodham. Hillary's and brother. And he died, died like a few... He died very... Before. I'd heard that as well, yeah. He and died it, a few weeks before It looks Epstein. more like him than it does Epstein. Oh, it was oh, just... Absolutely. Yeah. It was just the fact that Jeffrey Epstein is so well-connected, um, has a lot of friends in high places. Well, I mean, how... His crimes would have implicated these other friends in high places. How afraid so. are you of, like, a defamation suit? Oh, really, really afraid, Pretty Gordon. afraid. <laughs> Pretty like, afraid. Do you just do, like... We do on our show and just say allegedly in front of everything and just yeah. say, this is my personal opinion or whatever. Yep. Yeah, yeah as long as you say that, that yeah. that's fine. Can we, can we get it from the gallery? Can I just say allegedly? Okay. So there's people on this list that are allegedly uh, like massive networked pedophiles. Like, I don't know. Is how... this Pizzagate? No. It's everything. Yeah. This is everything. Epstein is like the keystone to all of this because he's at the center of all of it. He's, he's, uh, He's a child pimp. He's the man who procured these kids for these celebrities yeah. and gave them a place, gave them many places to enjoy their company. What's the say. name of that big place up in the woods? Bohemian Grove. Yeah. I, I don't you know. You did about, an episode on that. I did. I, I I don't know about getting kids to go in there. There's no oh, it's not the concrete evidence. No, they just get normal aged hookers. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because it's just like a bunch of just old dudes handier. who can't party. 
they can't go down to you know Lily's Bordello and get fucking rails of cocaine and just get messed up like they have to go somewhere in secret yeah like I'm sure there's a Bohemian Grove somewhere in Ireland you know somewhere in the Glen of the Mile or something yeah Yeah, like everywhere there's ropey shit going on yeah you know I mean Jerry Ryan was at it at, at them at them cocaine rocks and he wasn't alone do you know there's a lot of people who know a lot about what's going on in that place and nobody really says that because it's like this clandestine thing like yeah i mean we've all watched the toy show uh i'm going home let's talk about shane dawson <laughs> we've all I am. seen we've all seen it so epstein is a, is a bad book he had his right hand woman is Ghislaine maxwell right and it's said that the two of them are cia assets that they're actually tempting very powerful people who have predilections for kitty fiddling into fiddling kids and then filming it and then going, right, we've a video of you filming kids, uh, fiddling kids, filmed it and uh, conspiracy. And uh, <laughs> we're going to show it unless you do what we say. So they have some political, you know, leverage. leverage. And there's an island and it's called Pedophiland. No, it's not. Yeah. Are you serious? Jerry, Jeffrey Epstein's Pedophiland. He has a plane that's nicknamed the Lolita Express. Bit of a Nabokov reference there for your listeners. He, Bill Clinton was on that plane on paper. This is not allegedly. This is not in my personal opinion. Bill Clinton was on the plane of an alleged and then convicted and then suicided pedophile pimp. He was on the plane of that man to that island where the alleged crimes took place 26 times. Oh, Jesus. Like, how many times have you been on a plane in your life? I doubt it's 26. No, don't think so. Uh, no, not that many. I mean, jet set brown. <laughs> could you go Could you go to the one island 26? Like, could it you, can't be that good Could you island, pick like... another town in Ireland that you've been to 26 times? No. Do, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that, that's a lot of times to be on a plane on a Caribbean island yeah. when you're a former American president who's married to someone who's alleged to be part of a massive international global elite paedophile ring namely Hillary Clinton and her campaign manager for the 2016 presidential election John Podesta whose emails were got by WikiLeaks and leaked to the public and it has allegedly links to child pornography and the procurement of children for the purposes of sex and that's what Pizzagate is. Yeah. And they've all poo-pooed that kind of stuff. But like Pizzagate was supposed to be uh, a ring that was ran out of a Washington pizza parlor by a guy called James Alephantis. And it's since been like poo-pooed. Yeah, there's a good episode of Reply All about it. But you know what? The guy who went in to find out, quote unquote, what was going on in, uh, uh, what was it called? Uh, ping pong pizza. It's a uh, terrible name for a pizza. Yeah. <laughs> Unrelated. But... but ping pong pizza it's got two ping pong paddles like this as its logo that's also a hun- like a hundred percent confirmed fbi secret pedophile symbol allegedly no hundred <laughs> percent factually and pizza in the shape of a triangle the logo had this kind of concentric triangles which is also hundred percent you can check it out fbi ratified f- official symbol of paedophiles trying to communicate to each other they get quarters and they'd stamp it with these triangles and pass it amongst each other so there'd be like a secret handshake to know who you were with 
So in uh, Comet Ping Pong, was oh, the name yeah, of the place, yeah. Pizza, the guy, there's a guy went in with a gun who was a paid actor for his whole life. He was never a political activist. Paid actor, pretending to be an activist, went into Comet Ping Pong with an AR-15, which we're trying to outlaw, by the way, uh, and he shot one bullet. Where do you think the bullet went, lads? Into the roof or something, was it? Into the fucking server. Oh. Into the computer server of the restaurant. Oh, we're talking about the server of the pizza. No, no. <laughs> it's like, Jesus. Into the computer server, into the hard drive of the fucking computer that had all of the information, all the all the emails and all, like, and the computer blew up. One bullet. Yeah. Like, that's crazy. Goes all the way to the top. And that's just like a bare scratch into the surface. Like, Epstein was so deeply involved and I could name out a bunch of names, but they're they're all alleged, so I won't. But let's just say uh, life is like a box of chocolates. No, not far. I, I, <laughs> do you know? I'm just saying that life is like a box of chocolates. You never know, you never know. who is a paedophile. You never know. You just um, don't. What's, what's going on in Area 51? What's up with the aliens? <laughs> what's the crack of I, that? Ironically enough, I don't think there's aliens there. I think it's... What do uh, you think, sir? I think it's just... Paedophiles like filing cabinet full of secrets. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's a, a filing cabinet put the paedophiles uh, all, all all filed under P um, it's, it's, a, it's just a testing area for experimental aircraft and it's just handy that everyone thinks it's aliens because then they can like invent mad shit do you think they shot the moon landing there? I don't think they shot it there but I definitely <laughs> think that there was some shenanigan fakery about the moon landing definitely yeah, yeah. I mean not Breed maybe it this, is, loves, this is my first I think my loves the fake moon landing she yeah. actually loves it what do you think about all the Kubrick stuff afterwards that's why Stanley Kubrick was killed yeah so there was Kubrick, like the whole thing with like all the astronauts that were on the plane died in, the, in one way or another um, wasn't it? from like old age or something no like within the months after it happened or maybe it wasn't the, the maybe it wasn't the one that landed, but like there was like several astronauts that died in like air crashes and like oh yeah, loads of them yeah, to, just to, killed to, off to keep them quiet. Well, one of the weirdest parts about the moon landing thing is the press conference afterwards. Oh yeah, where Patrick Moore, you know the games master Patrick Moore. Uh, let me ask you a question about the stars, uh, Mr. Armstrong. Let me let me ask you a question. Uh, you have travelled further than any other human being. Uh, what were the stars like? Were they beautiful? Like this is the time when like telescopes couldn't see that far. Like we hadn't got that technology. Yeah. You know? And these guys, if they had had a telescope, <coughs> would have been able to see further into space than any other humans have ever seen. So if it was faked, there was absolutely no way they could have come back and said, yeah, well, we looked out to the stars and we seen this nebula and this galaxy and this star system. Because when they got back to Earth, they knew that eventually technology would catch up and it would be found that so what did he say? that was bullshit. So Michael Collins, Neil Armstrong starts to cry Buzz Aldrin puts his head into his hand and Michael Collins, not the one that died in the famine yeah, in no. 1923. <laughs> uh, Starving. <laughs> dying for a hang sandwich. He was, down, he was down in Cork at a field going, I am hungry. Where's my tenora? Yeah. I take a bullet to the head for a chicken fillet roll. Uh, Michael Collins 
sitting at the end just went um and looks at the other two and the other two boys are like <laughs> like oh really drawing their hand over their neck like just neil armstrong is crying <laughs> and then michael collins goes um you know what I, I wasn't it that they slept the whole time I or don't something? actually remember seeing the stars yeah you're like motherfucker you were on the moon for like two days yeah you never looked up I heard that that they came back I think maybe it was in the crown the last season of the crown where they were like oh to be honest you know we were just so tired by the time we got there we just ended up sleeping a lot and we didn't yeah. really get a chance to look out the window. That's like that's like you you save up all your money and you you drink too much in the bus on the way to yeah, the yeah. picnic and then just sleep through the whole picnic. And you're yeah. just like, what was it like? Ah, oh, I just didn't I didn't see. But instead of electric picnic, it was the fucking moon. Like, <laughs> it's not great. Like, not no, good. it doesn't add up. Man. It doesn't add up. But there's there's a brilliant documentary called uh, A Funny Thing Happened on the Way to the Moon. Okay. And in that documentary, True Freedom of Information Act. Uh, in like a, a document and video releases they found like extra footage that wasn't included in the official uh, moon landing like. repertoire let's say and it's like stuff like Neil Armstrong calling out how many kilometers they are away from earth and they're supposed to be like I think eight days into the journey they should be near the moon by now yeah and then Neil Armstrong is like yeah we're at 11,000 kilometers uh, and then here, here it comes back. Uh, you sure about that, Neil? Oh yeah, no, it's uh, two hundred and thirty-five thousand. Like he was reading the wrong fake numbers. There's a whole thing. The wrong where, page of the script. There's a, a thing where they're trying to get a video, a video clip of the Earth from orbit, from out in space, and you see the Earth, and it has like a weird shadow on it, but it's like pretty round. And you're like, oh yeah, that's cool. And in Funny Thing Happened on the Way to the Moon, they show the second half of that clip where they turn the lights on in the capsule and the camera's actually at the back of the capsule and they're after arranging it so the moon is in the round window on the side of the ship. Yeah. And it's like a total like live fake Photoshop like perspective fuck that tries to like fuck with your mind by like making it seem like the art is really tiny and far away. When really, if they put the camera up to the window, it'd be super close because they weren't actually that far away at all. Yeah. Like, it's little things like that that I'm like, hmm, that's that looks like a bit of fuckery. Yeah. Right there. Her, um, her eyes are lighting up like Christmas morning. And I she's know. Like, these are facts I've never heard. This is the best day of her life. I was just talking about, like, the flags waving and stuff, you know, like as the basic well, bitch stuff. As but. well. But there's so many more little weird things like the photographs yeah. and having, having like, the numbers. The, and the numbers on the rocks. Yeah. Why is there numbers on the rocks? Unless it was like Madness. Kubrick, like you know, getting fake foam rocks. Yeah, set design. Do you ever see? Do you ever see the footage sped up? No. And it just looks like Lazarus jumping. <laughs> they're just like jumping from one foot to the other. Then when you slow it down, they're all like, "Shit, you're on the moon!" Like jumping up and down in slow motion. You reckon that's what they did? I mean, Kubrick was a great director. Yeah. He it's also, his best work. I'm not going to sleep. He tonight, also, like. after doing the, the Kubrick connection, is just mwah, because he did he did the moon landing for NASA, but before that, he did a Space Odyssey 2001. Oh where yeah, he got to practice filming what it's like in. That's why they picked him in probably. no gravity. <laughs> and then after, he did. Uh, uh, oh, what's Space the movie? Jam. No. <laughs> 
Was Michael Jordan yeah. got AIDS? Got, got space AIDS? Got a real jam going uh, now. Welcome to oh no, space it's not, jam. It's not Michael Jordan. It's Magic Johnson has AIDS, not Michael <laughs> Jordan. I always Michael Jordan definitely didn't get up. AIDS in that movie. No. Um, <laughs> But that rabbit was sexy boy. I got a weird kid boner. I'm like, am I supposed Lola to be a boner? Bunny. Yeah. Bunny, I love Lola. Um, yeah, Kubrick. Kubrick did. Uh, it's not. It's not uh, something Leiden. What's the name of that movie? Here. Uh, Are you talking about the guy from the Sex Pistols? No, yeah. it's not Johnny Leiden. It's something. Uh, Shane's looking it up. Good job, Shane. I don't have a clue. Is the honest answer? Sorry, no. Can you this, take out this awkward silence, Shane? This is this is brilliant. Tell them all about it, the conspiracy guys. Oh, Barry Lyndon. That's it. So Kubrick is the name of the movie. Yeah, Kubrick did this movie called Barry Lyndon after the moon landing, but he wanted to film this experimental. Uh, this experimental way where you didn't have any like incidental lights you didn't have any key lights or fill lights the whole movie and everybody in it was going to be lit by candlelight only class class but there was no technology to be able to film in such a dark environment the only people that had a lens that was powerful enough to do that was NASA bam NASA so he practiced with Space Odyssey 2001 did the space, the moon landing. Yeah. Then they gave him a lens of like a lens worth a billion dollars to film Barry Lyndon. And then they killed him. And then he made The Shining. <laughs> oh. And in The Shining, he confessed to filming this, the moon landing with loads of imagery. There's a, there's a documentary called Room 231. Okay. Where it shows all the stuff, like when the kid is like, and he's messing at the start and he has like a picture and he has Apollo 11 and he's jumper and all this stuff. So there's loads of like imagery and loads of uh, uh, like clues and confessions, like visual confessions that Kubrick put into that movie. And then he made a load of others, but he made Eyes Wide Shut. And, and I think five days before Eyes Wide Shut was released, he died mysteriously at home. And he had been a recluse. He was in his house for months because he was saying like, Terrified. they're going to fucking kill me. They're going to fucking kill me. Was he saying that? Yeah. He was afraid to go out. There, were, there was a plot against him to kill, to, like in his mind. Yeah. And uh, his wife has spoken out about it since then. His death was very unexpected and suspicious. And like, he was definitely killed for outing this, yeah. this, satanic cabal of of people who like use people for sex and then kill them and now we find out Jeffrey Epstein is the head of this thing like Kubrick's predictions and his depictions have have come to fruition come to life that's all tied in with the moon landing Epstein the fucking eyes wide shut the you know it's all lovely use of fruition yeah it's you all don't con- get to use that word enough it's all you? connected talk to me about lizard people <laughs> Now, okay. How long have we Who got? Who is a lizard? Beyonce's a lizard. Who isn't a lizard? The Beyonce's Queen is a lizard. lizard. The Queen is a lizard. But for anyone who doesn't know, because my own Luke, if he's listening, is obsessed with the theory of lizard people. Well, yeah. And own Luke, I, I asked that question for you, so I hope you're listening. Okay. Because Gordo's going to answer it now. Lizard people. Have you done an episode on lizard people? I have, in a way. Okay. I did an episode on David Icke. Yeah. Who was possibly counted as the major proponent of the lizard people theory it's not actually about lizards 
Okay. What? Yeah, I know. We all watch that Prince Andrew. Fuck this. <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. I quit. And that's it for this episode of Those Conspiracy <laughs> Guys. Uh, no, sorry. Um, so, like, Prince Andrew said that uh, he has a peculiar medical condition where he oh, can't sweat. sweat. He's not able to sweat, like and lizards sweat. can't like sweat. Yeah. Lizards can't sweat. So I mean, that, you thought you're about to take that down as a no. <laughs> <laughs> lizards can't sweat. Uh, you read it tomorrow, go like, what does this mean? Lizards can't lizards sweet. Can't sweat. sweet. <laughs> what does this mean? No, but I'd spell it like lizards. Lizards. So Lizzo can't sweet. What is this? So. B- basically, uh, the lizard people that they say, it's kind of like it, 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 a misunderstanding of a bunch of different theories about the origins of human life. So we did an episode, like did another triplicate, did another bunch of episodes on this alien, the alien progenitors, the Prometheus of our species uh, called the Anunnaki who are an ancient alien race that come from a planet called Nibiru. And this is like called the 10th planet. This is a planet that's on a huge um, elliptical orbit. It's still in our solar system, but it only comes in once every 120,000 years. And they are God. They are what the Egyptians had on the walls with the the animal heads, what the ancient Mesopotamians had. Like you look up, um, look up uh, Sumerian uh, helicopter, that's a fucking weird pair of words, but you'll see now in a second. <laughs> so these guys come come around every, you know, couple of couple of dozen uh, dec, a uh, couple of dozen millennia, and they just check in on us. They're like, "How are you getting on? You alright? You alright for everything? You on the toasty? You on the blanket?" And then uh, they're back off again, uh, you know, bopping around the galaxy. And they were the ones that came to this planet. People presume to mine gold uh, because they're. This is what. Uh, yeah, it's hard to get into it. This is what the translator of the Sumerian tablets, the Anunnaki tablets, called Zechariah Sitchin, who's a Hungarian-born anthropologist. He translated all of these um, cuneiform tablets that were found in the tens of thousands of tablets that were delicately buried in the desert. Right? Yeah. And they pulled them all out, and they're like little kind of like A5 tablets with cuneiform, which is like, you know, these kind of like uh, pokes and dots and triangles. And he figured all that shit out, and he said, yep, this is what they're trying to say. And they had, um, like, uh, 13,000 years ago, there was a race of people on our planet who knew about astrology or astronomy uh, modern medicine they were doing like heart transplants they were doing like horoscopes yeah <laughs> horology uh, which asking is, each other what their sign was don't yeah. go back there yeah um, <laughs> thalassophobia no they had uh, they had like all of these modern sciences and we were told like that that's, that stuff only happened with the ancient Greeks like 4,000 years ago or with the, the Egyptians in, in, uh, pioneered irrigation but these last 13,000 years ago had all that stuff. Uh, the Anunnaki come from this planet Nibiru. They are a couple of, couple of hundred thousand years ago. They came to our planet. They wanted the gold. So they, they genetically engineered this race called the Ajiji. The Ajiji, who kind of look like lizards, they were... Was that racist? N- no. Are they real? No. That's, okay. Well, they might be real, but they're definitely not a race. And uh, it's fine. There's no, like, NAACP for Ajiji. Whatever. <laughs> like, oh, that sounds African? No. no I that... Tuned out, then I tuned back into... They look a bit like lizards. I was like, oh, jeez. Okay. <laughs> 
I'm back though, I'm back. Okay, cool. <laughs> I love that you're opening meeting. I tuned out. I glazed over and there. And then I tuned back in. I glazed over for the big words. Um, <laughs> so like this is Gigi. They were like a worker race. They were, did you ever watch the movie Prometheus? No. no. Okay. So, Michael Fassbender's in it. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's so do you know the big white like soft face dudes? That, that they're kind of like the Ajiji. So these are these are like a genetically superior race and they put us they put them down here to work. And then Nibiru went off on another spin and came back. And then the Ajiji, like tens of thousands of years later, were like, what the fuck, man? This working is for chumps. Like, this is bullshit. Let us train the half monkey people to do it for us. And then the Nibiru, the, the Anunnaki were like, mm, okay. And then they went off again and the Ajiji were riding a few of the good looking ones and ended up making this kind of half breed, half alien, half human, which is what we descend from. It's like to fill in the the gaps of, you know, the the, the missing link. Like, how did we become from monkeys into humans? Oh, yeah. It's, it's because we got fucked by some aliens. horny aliens. Okay. Right? Interesting. And the, okay. it, they imbued <laughs> us with all of this, uh, uh, you know, intelligence and wonder and also the, the mentality of a slave. We're genetically engineered by these aliens to do that. Yeah. And that's what the lizard people are. They're the more pure-blooded version of those that progenitor race interesting that's so, my question so they keep they keep to their to their own if you know what i mean bloodline wise okay this could literally be the plot of star wars and we'd be here like i mean i know i hear you there's, mo- <laughs> there's movies out there like that already there's another um there's another theory about like lizard people that david ike talks about a lot and it's not strictly like lizards or reptilian overlords or whatever but there is there is an element of like um, blue bloodedness. He talks about a, a, an alien race called the the uh, the Archons. So I don't know if you're familiar with Scientology. Oh yeah. So in Scientology, <laughs> you get your soul is uh, uh, under siege yeah. from what are they called now? Uh, from uh, Tom Cruise. No, I know what Tom you're Cruise. talking about. No, but I they can't. have these. They have these. They're, they're ghosts that live in the yeah. volcanoes, and then they're, they're all these. They're just, they're the ghosts of aliens that died on another planet, okay. and then they were frozen, and they were sent here, and then they, when then a volcano blew up, and they all came out and attached themselves to us. Ar- Argons, I think. O R G O N E S. Argons. I listened so, to a podcast on it recently. Uh, gonna... I would I would put money on Argons just okay. from my brain box, and these Argons. They're also known as jinn, D-J-I-N-N, in the Islam faith. So jinn is what we get the idea of a genie from. Uh, Catholics and Christians know them as demons. Tetans. Uh, Tetans, there we go. Argons is something. I don't know, it doesn't ring a bell to me, but I believe you. We'll check it out. Uh, So these tetans are like... They uh, control everything you do. Yeah, same as the jinn. They're... uh, an alien race of disembodied consciousnesses. Okay. That, like Patrick Swayze in the in the in Ghost. Uh, yeah, in the She's in the subway in Ghost, trying to push the, that coin. Dumb. I know, but it's all the one. <laughs> <laughs> it's all the one. I don't mix up your Swayze's. <laughs> Hungry eyes. <laughs> no, Ghost Swayze's. is. Uh, he jumps off the oh stage and he goes through the floor. Yeah, love. Garth, Garth hey. my darling. She's got pipes. Oh, yeah, nice pipes, Tamika. Yeah. <laughs> Scooter up. Oh, sorry, oh, yeah. carry on. Um, so, yeah, these, these archons are like bodiless uh, 
um, they're they're like bodiless children who didn't get invited to the party. Okay. And they can't experience life the same way as us. But they also feed on our negative emotions. So they influence other people to be shitty to us so that we feel sad or fearful. And then they grab onto us at nighttime when we're asleep and then suck out all our all our badness as their food. So then some some people I'm buying into this. I like this. Some people in order to get like unlimited power 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 (laughs) they will allow those spirits into themselves yeah that's very like Scientology isn't it and go like take me over but like give me you know like science um, it's like a trading system exactly you sell your soul to the devil to be able to play a lead guitar like a legend or whatever so you're letting these demons in and you're like you run the show but like I get all the benefits of it and get my get my rod sucked and get loads of fucking gold toilets and shit like and uh, so the material rewards for the person who's being possessed are the payment for allowing this archon this invisible vampire alien to inhabit your body and that's what they think like you know obama and hillary and the queen and all of these people that are lizard people they've sold their soul do you know you can see like there's like slowed down videos of uh hillary clinton blinking and she blinks once with with this set of eyelids and then blinks like sideways like in Men no. in Black with the other set. There's loads of mad videos, you know. But I think that um, I think where, that where it's mostly spiritual, you know. Like it's mostly like I could do with getting rid of some bad feelings is the thing. Like <laughs> sounds a lot cheaper than therapy. And we love material things. Yeah, I'm obs- I do love possessions. Yeah, I mean most religions when you think about it uh, the the whole object is to be able to destroy the ego get rid of the attachment to to uh habits to uh, both bad and good uh to pleasures of the flesh and you know self-centered you know self-centered like pleasure activities you know drinking and wanking and all of these things that are outlawed by all these religions you're not supposed to do that shit or even yeah. eat like shrimp or something um you're supposed to be, you're supposed to be able to try and practice becoming one with everything else we're all together try and refine that connection to the oneness that brings us all together so it's all like the opposite actions or the opposite practices to bring our soul which is living in our body to a state where these thetans or these archons can't feed off us so they just leave us alone and then you attain peace you attain nirvana you know like the buddhists sit for ages and try to get rid of all these things like they give away all the worldly possessions and they just they're just like roaming the world trying to be meditative and not want like material stuff and not want like sex and drugs and rock and roll and a big screen tv and all the shit that your man says in fight club like that's most religions that's the the main goal Mm. so it's like the opposite of that is to do as thou wilt like Alistair Crowley or some sa- Satan worshippers where it's like <laughs> do do what thou wilt is the is the word of the law if you want to do it just do it just pull yourself asunder you know uh, ride everybody all around you fucking do all the drugs take all, do all the drink and it's like seen as like self-indulgent or hedonistic but that's a way to celebrate as well but you're just celebrating the archons you're celebrating the spirits that feed on that and they, in turn, give you power. It's like a reciprocal thing, you know? They give you, like, power aids, you know? Where you're like, okay, I'll fuck with you, but I end up with, like, a you certain way up. of living. Yeah. Yeah. Pleasures of the uh, Flesh would be a great name for your book as well. 
What was the other one? Pleasure of the Flesh and... Uh, Sweating But Power and Through. Sweating But Power and Through, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. brilliant. Is this one of these books that you don't have to lick your finger to turn the page? <laughs> what? Huh? It's covered in sweat is or... Spe- is it a special book? Bodily fluids. I only have one... A nighttime book. I have one last question and it's... Um, if you... I feel like I've talked an awful lot because you guys talk way more usually in the shows that I listen to. Have I like taken over? Is this... No, I'm you've sorry. really you given us... all the information so that's yeah, the way but, we like, need You've given us a day off from doing any research <laughs> so we appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, we're we do very little what, it is. What I would love is to point out why you guys think of this stuff because like I was going blah, 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 blah and then you didn't say anything about it. You were just like, okay, on to the next thing. No, my we're not is, intelligent enough my to head respond. Is I'm I'm definitely going to look into the lizard thing a bit more. Yeah, this is um, all off the top of my head memory stuff. Like, I know that's there's what's so, so scary. much more detail. Like, I do notes like ten thousand words of notes or more for each episode and like names and dates and all the shit. Like it goes into it. Yeah, we do that. But it's done in a, it's done in like the round where we're, yeah. <laughs> it's not just me going. Amen. It's not. Yeah. Well, know. that's why we're coming on your podcast where yeah. we be able to vocalize these thoughts that we can now because we're just so stunned. Yeah. Have you done a Unabomber episode? I have already. I'm oh, sorry, Beck. but we can, we can do a reprise. <laughs> no, I don't have much more to add. <laughs> yeah. you, you can listen to you can listen. Can we do to a Patrick Swayze episode. Of course, she's like the wind. Um, My mom was convinced she killed Patrick Swayze <laughs> because, like the Mandela effect, she was like, "I swear, Patrick Swayze, he's dead. He died. Like he's dead." To my auntie or something, and she was like convinced Patrick says he was dead and then she googled it and he wasn't two days later he died oh no Siobhan killed that's Patrick Swayze I hate just, that this is bad coincidence <laughs> tell her to google the queen tonight <laughs> she's gonna get the land of her life see what happens on Wednesday um, no so sorry I just want to ask if you're afraid that maybe your son or daughter or maybe a close friend of yours um, is getting involved with the Illuminati what advice would you have to get them to <laughs> Why did you pull like that the, There's just only so no. many times you can say, just say no. Yeah, but yeah. like, what What advice would you give? I think Breed's going down a bad path. Oh, I, oh, that's, I didn't even pick up on that. On my, on my Facebook page, like, I think twice a week, I get these big, long messages where it's like, if you would like to join the Illuminati and get lots of money, text on WhatsApp to this number. No, this we, is racist. But it's from a lad called Mas Abowembo. Like, these motherfuckers are just like... Anyway, you get it. With that name and his profile picture, I can guess. So, as you were saying, you get messages from people who might be called some names or have some kind of accents. And they ask you and they want you to join the Illuminati. Why haven't you joined? What stopped you? Maybe he has. Have you joined? I mean, can you tell us? What is the Illuminati? It's Fight Club. Is it? Do you tell me what you think? Because I'm, I'm, I, I feel like I'm, bl- I'm blasting your it's audience. It's a club that your celebrities. It's like Fight like, Club for the most powerful people in the man? world. It's a club that celebrities join for money and protection. Is it though? <laughs> like I, you asked her. You asked, and I answered. Is that what you think it is? Yeah. And how do you get into the club? I think someone else asks you. Like they ask emails, you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he sends you a voice on WhatsApp. Hey, how's it going? Oh, you just he write a minimal fee chat. <laughs> for a low low fee. He oh. just Snapchats. He just Snapchats you his Mickey just in rolls of money. Hey, you up? <laughs> um, that's what, no, Jenny. I think it's. Have, I think so it's how much someone, money do you have to have to, to be asked into the Illuminati? A millionaire. It's a combination just a million? of money and power. Do you know how many power. millionaires there are? There's millionaires yeah. in Ireland. But I think you have to be like famous, a famous millionaire. So I would say billionaire. You have to be known. What is, what is your criteria for someone who's in the Illuminati? Famous? Powerful? Millionaire? Powerful? Influential? Influential. Okay. okay. To what Good end? Good looking? To what? No, maybe not. I mean, I feel like they target couples, like celebrity couples, do they? I don't know. 
Because I, again, not to keep going back, but Beyonce and Jay-Z... You think they're I in the Illuminati? Say, yeah. Do you yeah. think Kim and Kanye are in the Illuminati? Jay-Z's throwing up triangle signs like the eye yeah. and all that stuff. Um, are Kim and Kanye... Not prob- yet. No, I think... I think they're... Interesting. What 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 do the Illuminati do in your mind? Before I tell you, because I have loads of parties information. Parties at just... Biker Grove. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, Bohemian Grove, was it? I actually... <laughs> Biker, Biker Grove! Biker Grove! <laughs> Biker girl. Uh, it passes over the prostitute, <laughs> won't you? <laughs> I've got a bag of cocaine. Is that after Was that going after neck? Let's get yeah. ready to rumble. Uh, which one? Let's was get that? ready oh, to rumble. Oh with? no, I'm at the blowing cocaine in my eyeballs and I'm no blind. <laughs> Can't he uh, see? Up the tune. <laughs> How Watch us. Oh. <laughs> um, uh, okay, I actually don't know what to do. I thought I think it's I thought it was just kind of like a secret society. For, for, but why be secret? Do you know, like in the Simpsons, what are they doing? Are they all like the are they all like it? sitting around in a circle and just pulling the lad off? Because rich the left? people, rich people like other rich people. Rich yeah, people they're all big like each other people. So do you think that there's like a social hierarchy? Is it? Yeah. So do you think there's just an tell Ilu- me I'm right? Is there an Illuminati in Ireland? <laughs> I'd say so. Because it, it, oh, what, good question. I never thought about that. What you're saying is uh, what you're describing is just like a social clique. Yeah, like just but loads like of they probably have like passwords here. and stuff. <laughs> yeah, like they go, they go to, they, they go to shake hands and they do this, like, shake hands. No, no. To do that, how are you going to <laughs> just give you a tickle on the inside, like yeah. that yoke when you used to be in Wesley and, and someone wants to. F- f- we didn't go to tits. Wesley, Gordon. Didn't go I didn't either. I was just told about the the, the <laughs> snowballing or whatever. You remember that? No. All right, where well, you suck a lad off and then you kiss the next lad with your man's cum in your mouth. <laughs> it's called snowballing. Yeah, that was... Hi, ma'am. <laughs> what was her name? Calypso? <laughs> oh, no, that's your man's name. Was it? Yeah. Calista 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 Paul Jones. Nice. Um, um, yeah, I think the Illuminati. You're, you're. It's very simplified in in user uh, estimation that you think that there's just a bunch of rich people just all hanging out and big each other up. I think that's the case anyway amongst like successful people or rich people or people who are allied in business. If you're if you're like with an agency, a talent agency, you'd see it here in Ireland. You know, you have like the likes of Lisa Richards talent agency, right? And that works. Do we in... need to start throwing in some allegedly here? Yeah, again. let's not name names. No, let's name names. So vacant <laughs> promotions, Lisa yeah. Richards. And then you have a bunch of comedians that are signed to Lisa Richards that get gigs with Aiken Promotions. And cyclically, the people who are with Lisa Richards who are very famous, Lisa Richards' agency would sign on someone who's not so famous and put them supporting the famous people. So it's like a business organization that is self-sustaining and that is focused on, you know, like localized growth using a system of promotion that's national that's money making and that's a closed loop. So you can't have people coming in and, you know, taking over Vicar Street and just hiring Vicar Street out and just doing like a Vicar Street gig and making a ball of money and going, thanks, and then just fucking off with all the money. It's like, no, 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 no. You got to pay your way all the way down. That's just like a business organization. Is that what they do? You're saying it's not that. Is that not what they do? Like, that's that's how... The ta- like, you're being very evasive. He's definitely I'm, in it. Like what I'm saying is, you're in the Illuminati. That's you're fine. Descri- we don't judge. <laughs> you're describing. We're an equal opportunity podcast. You're describing a bit like a business organization. Do you okay. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no, I get it. Yeah, yeah. The Illuminati, the 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 kind of the mythos is that they'll exclude people or that they don't want to be found out. And yet Jay Z is throwing up the fucking triangle eye, and Jim Carrey's going on Jimmy Kimmel and going bad like. 
all this kind of stuff putting sticking his tongue out with doing the triangle that's the thing like hands. if they're in it they're not very good at being in it like that's what I mean is it's so secret so the origins of the Illuminati come from a guy called Isaac Weishaupt and it was started in 1787 where he saw a bunch of fraternal communities like the Freemasons have you ever heard of them yeah so the Freemasons in Germany at the time were all very devoutly Christian. It was a closed loop of business owners who got together and said, we'll all fucking got each other's backs. Isn't that right, Fritz? That's right, Hans. And the boys were, that's not racist. You don't have to make the face. She was like, can we say that? That's their names. That's German names. Um, so like they were they were all high-fiving each other and doing those tickle, tickle hand handshakes and yeah. stuff. And like, okay, so listen, I'm going to import a lot of wood and uh, you as a guy who makes all the things from wood, so I give you a low price, but you can only buy from me and no as a wood guy, okay? Okay. And then it was like they scissored in business. And that was... That was how they went on. But nobody was supposed to know because you're not supposed to do that. It's supposed to be a fair and open market. Yeah. But it's not. Like, it's a bunch of people who know other people and go, okay, let's choose these people because they'll cooperate and choose not choose these people because they won't cooperate. Because you want everyone in your organization to be on the same page. And if you're at dodgy shit, you want everybody to be trustworthy enough to not rat you out. Or... You want them to be included in the dodgy shit so they can't rat on you without ratting on themselves. Yeah. That's... I get that. That's how it's organized. So Isaac Weishaupt was looking at the Freemasons and how they controlled business and industry in Germany in the late 18th century. And it was huge stuff going on. Like, uh, you know, uh, uh, they, they were the central transit hub for, like, everything in Europe, right? And... um Isaac Weishaupt was like, nah, fuck this, man. These guys are not thinking about the future. They're only thinking about themselves, the short-term gains. Uh, we want to create a, like, a, uh, like a just society. The collectivization of all of the, uh, the German principalities hadn't happened really yet. There was no unified Germany at that point. It was loads of different, like Bavaria and all of these other um, kind of uh, independent communities were battling with each other over tariffs and taxes and all this stuff. So he was like, let's get together a bunch of real smart dudes who can infiltrate this fraternal organization for the betterment of all humanity. They were the moral compass. They had a self-anointed moral compass to infiltrate the Freemasons, pretend to be Freemasons, and then change shit from the inside. They were the illuminated ones. They were intelligent. They were... I guess the original liberals. They were the ones who wanted to make changes in these corrupt business practices. So within about 13 years, they were completely decimated. Um, all of these guys were rooted out. They were all, some of them were even killed. A lot of them went into hiding. Um, we don't know how many of them survived, but they did infiltrate the Freemason order and they almost took the whole thing over. Some people say that they did take it over and pretended to get everybody out, but they were really the ones to you know continue on this freemasonry this cabal of businessmen and all through the 19th century and into the early 20th century it blossomed into stuff like we see the new york stock exchange the federal reserve being created the global banking system that was created by the rothschilds all over europe the um the the rise of the dollar the the um the conjoinment of all of the different types of uh, currency in the US. Do you remember, did you ever hear greenbacks and all this stuff? So no. like in, in America, there was no unified banknote until 1907. 
and in all through the to 19th century all through the 1800s there was booms and busts and booms and busts there was lads like having to eat dirt because the, they needed like 400 dollars to buy a loaf of bread. So it's like, I'll give you $400 if you eat this dirt. Uh, no, they just had dirt for <laughs> That's free. That's just what you do to me. <laughs> no, I was going to say. <laughs> so like, there was, there was, there was these boom and busts because the currency wasn't um, guaranteed. Yeah. So in order to solve that problem, they created the Federal Reserve to put all the money in together. Like the Illuminati, that, that's like one of the original uh, mission statements of the Illuminati was to unify currency, was to unify business. But in a, positive illuminated logical uncorrupt way but obviously people get in and our lads die and new lads come in and they're all like i see uh, i see potential around here and then they end up getting like infiltrated by other people like in the 40s and 50s italian immigrants came uh and they started bringing their own kind of shenanigans from southern italy and they injected it into american society which absolutely wasn't ready for it at all and created the Cosa Nostra, which we know better as the Mafia. And they took over so many businesses all across America because they were f- excellent capitalists. Um, I have a whole episode on the Italian Mafia that's mwah, delicioso. Chef's kiss. Chef's yeah. kiss. So if people want to hear more about this, they can go to... Yeah, there's an episode on the Illuminati. There's an episode on the Italian Mafia. There's an episode on um, the Federal Reserve. And it's all the, the, the story. That, like, history is so much more... <laughs> So much more interesting and told so incorrectly. Yeah. For most people in in school, like either you're like mad for it or you're like, oh, fucking paying the whole remembering dates and shit. But nobody's really given that love of the understanding, like the pulling apart or the connecting. Yeah. Of things, there's so many things that are like crazy connected at a super deep level for a really long time in a grand arc a plan over generations to as we see now it's coming to fruition to fully control the thoughts and minds and actions of people like there's people out protesting in the street in portland oregon all dressed in black with masks on beating the shit out of people for wearing a red cap and then they're going you're the fascist and they're like dude in the 30s in italy lads wore black and they bashed people for wearing little hats on the back of their heads they were called jews like you guys really look and sound like fascists. You guys are saying, you can't say this. You're not allowed to talk about that. You are the untermension. You are the unwanted. You're, you're a less than. You're, you're deplorable. And they wear all black. They stop traffic. They fucking fight the, the police. That shit happening in the, in the 20s in Germany. Happening in the 30s in Italy. It's a blueprint of fascism. And yet... The quote is, uh, they, they cry out in pain as they strike you. They accuse you of the things that they are guilty of. These motherfuckers are bashing people's cars up because they have like a, an American flag sticker on it. They're abandoning nationalism. They're abandoning identity. They're coming together in a faceless glob that, like with the prayers in church, Amen. believe whatever they're told when questioned, can't like cognitively process these things and when separated become like screeching weirdos that have to report people online to validate their existence like it's 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 so fucked up but that seems to be the end goal because all you have to do is tell them a thing and they'll do it tell them a thing they'll do it the news says this 
That's the absolute truth. Don't even question it. If you do question it, you're a fascist. You're a Nazi if you question it. Okay. So if you're thinking about like, <laughs> the, if you think about the Illuminati in the way you're saying it, influencers, famous people, rich people, what they want is a, is a subdued populace. They want people to do as they're fucking well told. Gordo, I just want to make a few pounds. Like, do you know, I'm not trying to... <laughs> but you can't. You totally can. We're not trying to suppress anyone. You totally can. But what I'm saying is that, like, if you got offered to be in the Illuminati, but you were in, in, uh, in, in remuneration for your influence, you were asked to embody certain beliefs and proselytize and evangelize those beliefs over your podcast to your massive amount of fans would you take the money and say what yep. you're supposed to say yep yeah that's why you're here could <laughs> i have one mortgage please mr illuminati <laughs> <laughs> but like if yeah. you were to, if you were told to to it's a text to give out a message that was against your core principles that was against like your your she wouldn't don't your mind beliefs her. Would oh yeah, no, I wouldn't. Money? I'm fully taking the piss, but I would really like a house. Like, but <laughs> if anyone wants to do like spawn so, for a house, please s- don't hesitate to contact so me. He, so that that then is the carrot on the stick for people who will go along with it. Because what they're being told is the system the way it is now is completely fucked. We can't work within this system. It has to be torn down. And what we'll do to replace it is replace it with this socialist utopia where the people at the bottom are now at the top. What do you think that's going to put into the minds of all the people at the bottom? They're going to be like, yeah, let's fucking burn it down. Of course, they're going to want to fucking go along with it because they get to be at the top then. Yeah. All you have to do is promise the people at the bottom some rich shit and they'll do anything you want. And it's happened time and time and time again across all different countries, across all different languages. This shit has happened where they promise what they can't give you. You fight to take away the powers that are in place they're replaced with other powers who are almost identical and nothing ever changes for anyone at the bottom or the middle it's all the top that get the benefits yeah listen Gordo I could talk to you all night but we have to go home (laughs) (laughs) this is only a mini episode for you really you do like five and six hours of this yeah, but I'm much better prepared for my ones. Don't be this silly. Is like, this you is say a, that as if you, as if we're not prepared. Where can people find I'm you? I'm talking about me being yeah. prepared. I would have had notes and like a big, like a. I'm so glad you didn't have notes. <laughs> <laughs> I would not have gone into work tomorrow. I'd be still sitting there. Just Wait. for those listening at home, and I was going through that whole thing. The two girls were like shaking their heads with really wide eyes, mouthing the words, "No, no, no!" Like, so <laughs> oh I don't yeah, know. we do not. What is the word? We do not. I don't uh, know who sponsored this condone, show. Condone, endorse. No, we don't <laughs> endorse anything that Gordo has said tonight. We'll have to do something. But um, good to open some doors, think about things. It is. <laughs> Certainly. Um, Look, if anyone's listening, come over to my place. Come over to me. To your Do- house. Thoseconspiracyguys.com. Okay. Find me online at thoseconspiracyguys mostly, at tconspiracyguys on Twitter. Like, I, I know you guys have a certain cohort that I might not have on my show. Well, my, probably not anymore. <laughs> my show is like uh, 55, 45, like men to women. Okay. So there's a lot of women listeners. Yeah. Um, Disproportionately, of, I thought, for the amount of dick jokes that are on the show <laughs> and the amount of times I say flaps. We had a lot of women send in their conspiracy theories, so I'm sure um, I'm sure they'll be over to you yeah. straight away. But um, Conspiracy theories that are absolutely real, like the luxury tax on feminine hygiene products. What the fuck is that about? Yeah, oh, fuck the pink tax. Yeah, um, no strings attached. <laughs> quite literally. But the tampons are all cheaper then. Yeah, And with that breed, we're on to 
mini bandwagons. These are going to sound so boring now. <laughs> like, but okay. So, I've, so I'm doing my mini bandwagons, Gordon. I don't know if you know what they are. They're like little things that they started out as being like mini cultural things that everyone was doing, but now they've just turned into things I did during the week. Or things she likes. Or things I like to do next week. T- yeah. t- TikToks I found particularly entertaining. <laughs> TikTok. I fucking love TikTok. Do you love TikTok? I haven't got on I'm getting into TikTok now. Oh, shit. So much fun. Have you listened to our episode on TikTok? Not yet. Well, there you go. It's a time destroyer. It's, I yeah. was the same about I was flicking through once just laughing. Yeah. Um, Breed. I've been listening to a podcast, guys. It's called Dolly Parton's America. Oh, my God. It's lit. Have you seen the Dolly Parton thing on, on Netflix? Is it good or bad? <laughs> no, please, God, we have to go it's home. It's the best thing ever. Oh, good. Dolly Parton. Oh, Par- Jolene. I watched Jolene. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the fucking dramatizations of her son. Are you, what? Jolene was crap like it's, it's like a one of those hallmark sh- movies exactly like, yeah, it's yeah. delightfully shit yeah 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 i'd agree i love it and um, i also watched a christmas movie called uh with dolly parton and it's something about oh, an no. angel where she gets to be a nanny for, like she dies and then goes to heaven and it's like you can't get into heaven because you're a fucking asshole for your whole life but if you babysit these children for three days we'll let you in she's like gosh. Gosh, gee, i'll do it that's <laughs> absolutely hilarious oh my god i'm gonna watch that um, but yeah, her podcast is really, really good. It's basically her just telling the stories about her songs and her life. And it's really interesting. Even if you don't have any interest in Dolly Parton, um, she's a gas bitch. Her book is amazing as well. Yeah. Dolly. Yeah. Claire, my girlfriend, is absolutely uh, d- delighted to uh, get into Dolly World. Oh, yeah. I just she put loves, it on my bucket list like two she, hours ago. She loves Dolly Parton. I do now too. Yeah. She's brilliant, man. Yeah. She's so good. And such a good businesswoman. Yeah. And she's despite, a genius. Despite um, number two is The Irishman. I have not seen it, but everyone else seems to... It'll take a bit of a week to watch it. I'm not yeah. going to watch it. Very interesting, <laughs> very interesting experiment that uh, Netflix did because they did a simultaneous... With, this, with the Netflix cinema and, and the cinema Netflix. Release. Yes. Yeah. I, think I wonder it's how just, that's going to go for them. I, I think it's going to change cinema. Uh, if the numbers are good because yeah. who will go out and sit in the cinema for four hours? Not me. Um... They also have this thing where Netflix bought a theatre. I was just about to say, yeah, and it's... It, they're just going to play all their own it's stuff It's a single it? screen cinema and it's like yeah. one of America's last ones and yeah. I'd say that's going to be... It's like one of those old... The, the ones that Tarantino wanks about at night time. It's like got the old fucking... Uh, Eddie Mill film camera. Sure, they're like winding their arms like they're on the Geordie Shore. Um, yeah, but they bought... Do you know why they bought the cinema? No. Because they want to be considered for uh, Oscars. Oh! And you need to have a cinematic release to oh. be considered in the Oscars. So stuff like is that with the Irish, the Irish Net- Netflix Studios? Yeah, interesting. But but the the analytics from the r- release of it on Netflix and in the cinema together, that could show that like crush it because load like it could be po- like, like possible to to release movies like that. So you have to be on Netflix and you can go see it in the cinema if you're not a Netflix yeah subscriber. The option that's mad. I know a lot of um, a couple of our friends worked on it, yeah, both in Canada and. Shout Dublin. out Emer Mac and Baby Nocton as well. Shout out Baby Nocton. Um, Illuminati members. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, uh, finally, Illuminati which members. seems so silly now, but it is Elf on the Shelf season and I hate you for making me put this on the list. It is Elf on the Shelf season. It the is. Elf on the Shelf is a CIA a construct <laughs> to be able to make people think that you're being watched all the time. Surveillance, yeah. They're, you're it's looking at the elf. You're looking at the elf and thinking he's watching you when really it's your mobile phone that's listening to you all yep. the fucking time. Edward Snowden said it. Oh yeah, I have all my Macs covered over with tape like all those cameras oh do you what yeah, are you yeah. doing all the like, eyes me at work I'm the only one like. that's such a sign of a guilty hand for someone who puts <laughs> no, tape all over no I'm just shit at my job <laughs> <laughs> former job <laughs> yeah. lol anyway that's all I have 
Breed's done. Um, thanks so much again, Gordo, for coming in. Lads, I had a really good time. Um, you took none I'm of sorry. our advice. I'm sorry, I, I, I went so long. Shane has his work cut out for him tonight. Shane have his head in his hands for a lot of that now. I've said say. all the words. He's been like tapping his tapping his watch on his wrist for the last 40 minutes going, Gordo, really? stop the Illuminati stuff. Like, come on, I got to go home. Um, but yeah, thanks very much for having me. And, um, um, you guys go are going to come, and come yeah, to we're the gonna, we're come come to TCG Towers. I'm going to get you one at a time because when you're separated, I think I can I definitely no, be able don't, to turn. Don't be comfortable. I'm way more skeptical than Breed is. I definitely could so. convert Breed into a conspiracy. I've already converted. I went to your show last year in the podcast festival yeah, and I stayed till the end. Because <laughs> it was nine hours long. <laughs> it was. He was like, yeah. do you know what? If you need to leave, just go. It was like, I don't care. It was like, it was like one of those timeshare meetings you get when you're on holidays in Spain just to keep you in the room until the last minute. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh. But yeah, thanks for having me. I had a really good time. No, it was, do you fun. it was a good laugh. Listen to him, find out more about him, those conspiracy guys all over social Patreon, wherever yeah. your podcasts, um, and have some time. Us? Box away some time to listen. Yeah, to. yeah. There'll be plenty of time over the Christmas when all your family are arguing. Yeah, listen to some conspiracy theories. About. I, I have some brilliant con- uh, uh, Christmas episode. I have a whole one on Santa. Leave Santa out of this. I, oh no, Santa's a, uh, the story of Santa, the real Santa, amazing. Oh great, he okay, was actually good. like a Turkish bishop. Amazing. <laughs> And he used to leave gold coins in women's stockings so that they had enough money to not become prostitutes. Oh, that sounds, sounds nice. like OnlyFans. Yeah, <laughs> he's uh, he Santa was amazing, man. But he was he was a, he was is. a person of color and has co- completely been co-opted. Okay, we're going now. That's it. Okay, Do I, you want to find us? We're bandwagons on everything too. Bandwagons podcast. <laughs> um, so cross. Please review. Uh, we're on Patreon as well if you want to support us. We'd really appreciate that. I've been Fanula. I've been Breed. And I've been Gordon. <laughs> And we'll see you next week if we're not cancelled.